could scare you. I was being trained to be uh, a, a, a warlock. I was being trained with witches that were in the, in the religion. The story about the digging, the hearing of the sounds from hell is very real. After Papa tells us to hold a knife and then he puts his big hand on, he puts you a pushes the eight into the knife, cuts it. You couldn't speak to the devil right away. You had to earn your right to speak to the devil. I listened to a tape recording. There were infants crying, children crying. And adults chanting. If you, if you mess with the devil, he'll kill you, he'll kill your family. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed.
She's Insane from our guests this week on Stillborn Goat 666 Heavy Metal Podcast, Skeleton Wolf. Our very special guest is Brett Schlegel of the band Skeleton Wolf. Their album is out June 10th. You can check them out on Facebook, and we'll get into all that stuff where you can find the album. Lots more music on the way during the show, but we talked to Brett and asked him, what got you into music? The story is probably pretty similar to a lot of other musicians. Um, Growing up as a kid, my dad listened to bands like you know, the Beatles, Meatloaf, Motley Crue, uh, New General Flash Rock. Uh, I have many memories of uh, discovering rock and roll sitting in front of uh, our old stereo system. You know, my dad had uh, crates of vinyls and just stacks of CDs. So I, I think the two albums that really kind of drug me into the music world uh, at that point, being very young, was uh, Dr. Feelgood. Molly Cruz out to feel good, and then uh, Alice Cooper's Trash. Um, so from there, it was kind of just a search for more. Uh, we didn't have cable when I was a kid, so when I would go over to my friend's houses, I would stay up all night watching music videos on uh, VH1 or MTV, just totally getting sucked into Ozzy, uh, Quiet Riot, Rat, Metallica, and all these other bands that were new to me at the time. Um, the more I got into it, uh, the more I kept looking for that sound that was just you know, heavier than the last. Um, as far as getting into the heavier music, uh, I had a friend who, who gave me um, Black Label Society's uh, book, The Blessed Hell Ride. You know, that's not as far as like super extreme metal goes, but that was the first time that I heard, you know, super toned down guitars just with really balls out game cranked away, way the fuck up. It's um, just like, wow, that's that's pretty cool and you know and again the search continued for something heavier and heavier and uh, I remember the first time that uh, an old singer of mine the first band I ever played in uh, he hooked me up with some uh, mayhem and uh, that was just like okay here it is you know and just started exploring the world of black metal at that point um, but as far as guitar goes uh, you know my dad jammed on an acoustic guitar a lot as I was growing up he knew a handful of uh, chords and a few songs. Um, I think I was like eight years old or so when I asked him to uh, start teaching me what he knew. From there, I taught myself how to read tabs. I got my first job when I was 15 working during the summer. Uh, I made just enough money to buy PA equipment, uh, a PV412 cab with an absolutely terrible solid-state Yamaha head that looked like it was dropped out of an airplane. But... Uh, I made just enough money to get that, told that job to shove it, and then the next thing I know, I'm 15, in my first metal band, playing in clubs and bars, and, and pretty much loving every second of it, and I haven't really stopped much since. And there's a lot of different sounds on the album, so does everyone bring a different influence to the band? Is that kind of what creates that sound? I mean, we all definitely have our, our different influence, I guess you could say. We all listen to a lot of different things. Uh, I know... Tim, in particular, I mean, that guy listens to everything from death metal, black metal, to like some old school rap here and there too. Um, so I mean, he doesn't, you know, just stick to one particular genre. So he pulls in from a lot of different directions. Uh, myself, personally, uh, I'm similar the same way, but you know, I generally stick around with the whole rock and roll stuff. Uh, every now and then, I need a, a good palate cleansing, uh, which today just happened to be one of those days. Uh, so I've got the Beatles in my car, so when I need to clean my palate, just kind of get back to a good 
uh, cool, getting ready for some more heavy music. Uh, I'll pop in something like the Beatles or like Hank Free and just uh, kind of chill out for a little while. So, um, like you said, we do pull from a lot of different, you know, directions. Um, so, you know, you got black metal, punk. Uh, I'm a big Misfits fan. I know Tim's a big Misfits fan. Um, so, um, some of that punk feel that you hear coming through there, I think, uh, is a likely a lot of that creeping up in there, even if it wasn't intentional. Uh, it still comes out on the, on the recording. I have zero issues using the word catchy when it comes to metal bands, and Skeleton Wolf has the catchy hooks covered. Hey, personally, I like to write music that I would want to listen to. You know, um, putting it out there for everybody else to hear is you know, a huge perk. But uh, in the end, if it doesn't make me happy, then I'm not going to play it. And with the huge hooks and things like that, again, pull in some of my personal influences, you know, the old 80s metal here and there. But, uh, you know, I love big hooks. And it's, it's memorable. Why not use it? So, you know, jamming around the house and whatnot, uh, if my old lady comes in, she hears me playing something, and I hear her whistling it, you know, two or three hours later. I know it might be something I'm on to on that particular riff or something. You know, if it sticks with you, why not? And make it memorable, and people are just going to keep coming back to it. Here's a little sneak peek into the album. And tell us about Forever Awake. So Forever Awake, uh, lyrically, um, but Tim's more the one who should be speaking on the lyrics, but uh, lyrically it's more about um, struggles of insomnia. A, a lot of our song content is more like real life struggles and problems that everybody else goes through that uh, you know everybody's just familiar with uh, versus some of the other bands that him and I both played in in the past where it's just you know always very dark and you know even borderline satanic as far as lyrical content goes uh, you know we had our good time with that and whatnot but this time around we wanted to uh, portray something a little more uh, for lack of better words worldly and relatable uh, so this particular song, the style of it, is very much a monomark. Um, if you listen to it and with that mindset, um, you can definitely hear that uh, a monomark overtone come through there. And you know, it's just a really heavy, heavy track, and probably one of my favorites off the track if I had to pick one.
from Skeleton Wolf. The album is out in June 10th. And while I have no issue with extreme metal musicians, mostly the young guys making the heaviest and the fastest music they can, a band like Skeleton Wolf embraces the maturation process of not just being human, but being a musician. The music sounds mature. I don't know. I would totally agree with that. Um, there's a lot of experience that comes from both everybody's side, well, everybody's side the band that comes in pulling together to, uh, you know, come up with the end goal here. And uh, I, I really think that you're spot on with saying some maturation kind of thing. Uh, totally agree with that 100%. That uh, it's nice that somebody else picked up on that. Yes, to us, we've heard these, you know, a million times over and over to the point that we're probably almost sick of it uh, from time to time. But um, it is nice to see other people pick up on those instances of us just being, you know, real people just playing music. Brett, tell me about the other guys in the band. So, Tim and I used to play in a band together um, previously. So, Tim... Um, you know, what can I say about him? He's an awesome musician. Uh, he is a hell of a vocalist. I mean, that guy makes it look like, you know, it's nothing. I mean, just watching it when he was recording and stuff, you know, the guy's face hardly even changes when he's, you know, screaming into this microphone. He just makes it look so natural. Um, but as far as, you know, musical talent goes, that guy's pretty jammed full of it and just jammed full of the knowledge of, you know, hard heavy metal music in general. Um, that guy could tell you anything about almost anybody if you, uh, if you ask him. Um, as far as Jeff goes, Jeff's a bass player. Um, Jeff was a, a friend of Tim's, uh, still is, a co-worker as well. Um, Jeff's played in other bands uh, in the past, other heavier bands, um, kind of leaning towards the death metal side of things, but also a little bit of groove to him. Um, so he's from conversations I've had with Jeff, uh, he's also into heavier music such as like uh, Goat Horror. Um, yeah, I'm also a big fan of Goat Horror too. So I mean, like again, just everybody collectively pulling in from their their own influences, but still having a the same kind of core group working around those influences, driving them into the songs. I think uh, really has come together to. Another exclusive track off the album out June 10th, Bound Down to Death. What's the story on this one? Bound Down to Death. Uh, that one seemed to be a favorite of a lot of the uh, radio stations that's been playing our stuff. Uh, it's getting a lot of attention. Uh, that particular song, uh, the topic is just around the idea that you know life is not guaranteed. Uh, you know. It, any possible turn that you can make, you know, your life can end in any second. Um, you know, death is always standing over your shoulder type of thing. I mean, you could take a wrong turn down the road and get nailed by a semi walk across the street, you know, and get, you know, shanked in a parking lot for anything, or a heart attack or an injury or anything. Um, so it's kind of about, uh, you know, living to that idea that any moment could be a possible last. And, uh, you know, I guess, quote-unquote, being a slave uh, to the idea of death. Uh, but musically, it's a, it's a very heavy song, pretty thrashy. It's got some, a lot of pieces throughout it. And uh, you know, it's hard to pick a favorite off this album. I know I already mentioned one being my favorite, but uh, this one comes in uh, a close second, if not first for me. 
Death from Skeleton Wolf, the album out June 10th. And listening to this album, I can only imagine what a great time would be had by all to see these guys in a small metal club live. So is anything like that on the schedule? Well, Tim and I and Jeff, we all work over distance. Uh, I'm based here in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, they're up far the north, about uh, 170 miles or so. Uh, so we do a lot of collaboration over the internet, uh, sending files back and forth. And we, we met up to do the recording. But um, with that taken into consideration, as of right now, we don't have any plans on doing any sort of tours or shows. It's not out of the question as far as shows goes. But um, it, at the moment, we're still kind of grounded, focusing on writing for you know, future releases that are hopefully coming up. Um, and then also we're managing all this 100% ourselves um, as far as sales and merch and everything goes. So we'll be pretty focused on uh, managing you know, the website and all our sales and getting shipped out to, uh, to our fans. So as of right now, no shows or tour plans, but uh, not out of the question. Brett, what's the best way to get the album and keep up on Skeleton Wolf? Yeah, I think that the best way to keep tabs on us at the moment is through our Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Skeleton Wolf Music. Uh, that's you know, where we send out all of our updates as far as like you know, upcoming radio plays and podcasts and such. Um, that is also where we're going to be you know, just releasing some general information about where you can get our stuff. But we do have a website as well, skeletonwolf.com. That will be the main place that you can go and you know, buy all of our stuff or buy the album. Uh, every album, the physical copy that goes out will come with that download card so you can get your, you know, your digital download as well. Um, but for those who want just the download and you know, physical copy, uh, that will be available as well. Uh, going through CD Baby on that. So as the time gets closer, we'll let you guys know how you can get your digital copy uh, that way as well but we will have some shirts stickers and general merch type stuff as well um all be able be available on skeletonwolf.com big thanks to Brett Schlegel for joining us June 10th the album is out go like him on Facebook and next week it's time to roll one up smoke him if you got him Crucial Rip is our special guest so next week let's get small <laughs> until then stay heavy stay brutal and I'll see your ass in the pit